0: Welcome, 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 welcome to CyberCast. Hello, uh, welcome to CyberCast. This is Clay, and today is going to be a sort of short solo episode. It seems that CyberCast is probably going to, going forward from here, be definitely a monthly podcast. Uh, But if there are uh, any shows to be done in between, they might be just minimal cast, meaning either a solo by myself, Dick, Tosh, or Ty. Or a combo show with just maybe two or three of us. Uh, But definitely the monthly shows, we will have all four of us. And uh, usually we will try to have a music corner, which I know a lot of people do enjoy. Yeah, so this episode is actually inspired by uh, f- a few podcasts uh, that I have listened to in the past. And actually, uh, I guess one of them is a Petapixel article. Um, so f- it's going to be focused a- around photography today. And uh, I, uh, I don't do much photography on Cybercast, but photography is my passion. Uh, I don't share much of what I do online, anything that people see of my work online is just very minimal. I've always wanted to do a photography podcast. Uh I found uh, I've been on a photography podcast. Uh the first one was Let's Talk Photography with uh, Bart Pushards episode 38 photography gifts and actually that's where i first met uh antonio rosario uh very very cool podcast uh he does as well uh it's actually it used to be his podcast with him and his partner uh tom martinez but now it's just him and perhaps some co-hosts every now and then and the reason why i'm mentioning him is because one of the uh, episodes of his episode 70 is what inspired uh this episode of mine episode 70 of street shots photography podcast with uh, Antonio Rosario uh he does a solo episode discussing uh why i guess why he shares on social media and he discusses an article Oh, no, actually, uh, a, a parapixel article that discusses a YouTuber name, named Dave Morrow. So we'll get back to Dave Morrow in a second. Uh, the other podcast that I've been on, another photography podcast, is Shuttertime Time with Sid and Mac. But Sid wasn't there. <laughs> uh, so it was Mac. And uh, it was episode 180, uh, Boys Night Film Chat with Dom and Clay. And uh, Dominic was on that show. Uh, he's a c- cool guy to follow on uh, Flickr and uh, Twitter. I'll put links uh, to that in uh, in the show notes. And on that show, we discussed film photography, which anyone who knows me in real life, IRL, so to speak, uh, knows that I, I shoot and love film photography. I develop it as well, um, scan it myself, try to find different ways of scanning it clean and efficiently getting the full benefit of why we shoot film right to get the full quality of what film has to offer that soft look that film can give it's not so clinical um excuse me actually i should have said this at the beginning i uh, just came back from europe and uh, i've of course last day there developed a cold uh, so i am a little bit nasally and uh, every now and then I may have to pause to cough. And uh, yeah, so the other ep- uh, episode was actually done by Shuttertime that inspired this uh, discussion as well. It was a talk with uh, with Dave Zweidijk, Zoy- if I were to say it in a... Dutch way, I guess. I'm not so sure if I'm saying his last name right. Um, I follow him on Twitter and uh, he's a cool guy. He does a podcast called uh, Digital Soup with uh, three other friends of his. And uh, Mac is on there as well. The <laughs> Mac episodes are pretty funny. And uh, Dave was on this episode, episode 185, Socializing Photography with Dave Zwidek. And uh, they talk about social media and photography, and you know why we do what we do. So let's go back to Dave Morrow, That article that was shared, uh, that article that uh, Antonio was discussing, uh, the video that he watched. I actually watched the video. It's actually it was an interesting video. The guy Dave Morrow, quit all of his social media, and he had loads of follows. Um, and so he quit it all, and he got a lot of traffic back to his his. His page, his website. Now, does that work for everyone, right? I have very minimal following on all social media. I, I could barely get anyone to talk to me on uh, Twitter. Uh, Instagram used to be far heavier followed. And then, of course, they killed all the bots. And then I killed, you know, lost, I don't know, 25%. Of my follows, I, I was approaching, uh, I guess, I don't know, 900 or so follows. Um, actually, at one point, I, I, I was about to delete all of Instagram because I am not a fan of Facebook or Bookface, as uh, time <laughs> calls it. So I was about to delete uh, Instagram. And uh, actually, what I did was when Facebook bought them, um, I uh, deleted a lot of my images I used to be on the popular page on Instagram way in the beginning because, you know, that's what happens when you're on a platform early and you post a lot and you spend a lot of time trying to promote yourself. And at the time, I uh, I, I did have a, a photography website that I had up with images. And so, in a way, I was hoping to engage people on these social networks, social media, and hoping that that, that would drive network uh, traffic back to my site which never happened um i'm perhaps not that uh compelling of a person to follow uh, I, I don't share enough i guess good stuff on social media for people to want to engage with me maybe um it's a chicken and egg thing right i mean i don't know it's really difficult actually social media for me like dick you know my co-host uh he actually gave up on most of these things because you can you really in- Truly, Like Dick, if you listen to Cybercast, Dick is pretty out there. He's a funny guy, but he's really out there. But he can't be that guy on Twitter because all of his jokes will be taken as completely different as he invented, right? Um, and yeah, Dick used to be into photography more. He sort of gave up on that as well. I mean, he, every now and then he, he, he still shoots. Um, it's not like me where I shoot a lot. And a lot of what I shoot, I don't share... But I am actually in the process of trying to set up a website so that I can share. But the sharing is not really for the audience. The sharing is more for myself so that I can sort of put out there, go back, like the podcast, right? The podca- This podcast was created because I wanted to podcast since I even knew what the word podcasting was, right? I, I've been listening to to brooks jensen before he 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 even called it podcasting he had these audio notes that were five minutes long way back before even leo laporte started podcasting and i wanted to do it way back then and the reason why i wanted to do it is because i am scared to put myself out there i am extremely extremely shy i'm sweating bullets right now talking to you whoever you are and we don't have that many of you listening um you know we don't we don't get big name podcasters coming on our show and uh and uh showing everyone that we we are worth listening to i guess i think we're worth listening to um and i think my photography is actually worth looking at um but i'm actually scared to put it out there because i don't know actually why <laughs> all right so let's go back to social media what what are what are we doing social media for? are we doing it for the likes? you know like right now i I feel like we are talking a lot about social media like social media is the topic the of conversation of writing there's a lot of writing about you know spending time doing the social media like right now I should probably be editing my images from the Netherlands um right and I'm not doing that. I'm actually recording a podcast. About photography, because this actually helps the process of thinking about what I want to do with my photography. Do I want to, this This discussion, actually, and hopefully people will converse with me, but it's not likely that I'll have a lot of conversation about this. Uh, and also, photography is not something we discuss on Cybercast, so I'm imagining not a lot of people will listen to this who are into photography podcasts because they don't know that Cybercast... Has members of it that are photographers. Um, we're mostly a technology slash music podcast, right? But you know, on uh, on on that episode of uh, of a uh, shutter time one eighty five, uh, I have uh, unusually happy Dave, as they call him, stated that uh, that it takes time to connect with people, right? That when you follow someone on Twitter or Instagram, that I guess you shouldn't expect people to follow you back right away especially i guess if you're looking at my instagram you'd probably say well he doesn't share a lot of good stuff because i actually don't like when i look back at a lot of my my older images uh that i deleted a lot of them were really good and i i was sharing a lot of stuff that i was proud of and actually when i go back sometime i could see images that i was really proud of that i was actually scared to share because i'm actually scared of either the criticism um. I, i'm scared of theft which okay who wants to steal your image right um but what what is the purpose of of social media there 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 was actually a a youtuber that that was recommended by Ted Forbes and Ted Forbes uh has an amazing video channel on 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 the youtube and uh, i've you know i've backed his projects in the past he's he's one of these people who has a good amount of people who follow him but he is very humble he actually engages with his audience he's not like a broadcast medium type of person he's more like a give and take type of person uh and actually i would say uh sit and Mac on Shuttertime time are exactly the same way they're very engaging like i could actually talk to sit and Mac, uh in their inboxes and it doesn't feel like i'm inconvenience them right i feel like there is a true relationship that i'm sort of building with them and I'm, I'm not i'm not i'm not doing it that often because i actually don't want to to sort of bother people but when i do have conversations with them it's it's it's, it's deep it's it's good stuff it's um and that's the kind of engagement that I cherish. But again, going back to Ted Forbes, there was an episode. There was a an episode where he recommends. You know, every now and then he recommends other YouTubers, and it was a YouTuber he recommended. And I followed this YouTuber, and this YouTuber actually started uh, his his own podcast, and he was having trouble with his podcast, and so I actually helped troubleshoot the podcast, helped to make sure that any because you know, right, I'm a podcaster, and I would like more podcasters, especially. People who I who whose work I admire, I'd love for them to to podcast so I could see how their mind works. And so I helped this person sort of troubleshoot their podcast. And back and forth conversations every now and then when they share something on Instagram, uh, I'll have a, a chat conversation with them. And very often it's pretty much just a thumbs up back or a cool or uh, just very short things, right? You know, I'm into watches, I'm into pens, I'm into photography. I'm into stamps. I'm into a lot of things that I think, oh, oh, records as well, right? Old records. And this person was into some of those things. And I would would have conversations with them about the stuff. And it's very short. Oh, that's cool. Thumbs up. And they never follow back, even though I went uh, through all the trouble to try to help them troubleshoot uh, their podcast. So what does it take? And not that I need them to follow me back, but the thing is that Dave's discussion about it takes time to connect with people made me think about that and made me wonder what does it take for this platform social media for it to become a truly two-way relationship rather than just an always broadcast and take medium right and um that's the problem that i have with social media is that very often it's it's very much a just blurt out what you're doing next it's a it's sort of ego boost medium um you know there's another podcast that uh is is uh is um has two co-hosts and uh one of the co-hosts i still talk to but the other one um i i, I had some pretty deep conversations with years ago and all of a sudden now it's kind of like they've outgrown uh i guess the phase they were in before and there's no conversation there anymore. There's no back and forth anymore. It's pretty much always just broadcast. And it's almost like it's almost like for them, social media is just there for them as a as a, as a loudspeaker for you to know what they're doing next and how great they're doing at this next phase in their their life of uh, podcasting or photography or. Whatever else it is that they're doing, Uh, you know, and and, uh, Antonio is another person who I think is also very good at engaging with the audience, you know, with the podcast and also with his Instagram and Twitter account. He's not, he's not one of these people who's above it all. Like he is actually with you. He he, like I can talk to him and not feel this condescending vibe from him, right? Um, So. Um, even Bart, Bart Bushops actually it's another one uh, I got on the podcast because there were discussions that I had with him and he then invited me on and said you know if he put me on his uh, his his uh, doodle account and said if there are any up episodes I could or would like to join um, I'd be welcome to and it was the same thing with the Let's Talk Apple uh, podcast and people like that um, are the kind of people that are truly what makes social media worth doing worth staying with but not overdoing i say i say i i dip in and out of twitter you know i was in the netherlands f- for two weeks and i think i maybe tweeted out a few things but it was just because I was sort of off the grid. I didn't announce it. Like, you know, some people say, hey, I'm off of Twitter for like a, a month or whatever. I, I you know, No need to announce that. But I was sort of off of Twitter. Every now and then, whenever Shuttertime had released an episode or whenever uh, Street Shots released an episode, of course, I'll get the tweet and I'll go check out the show uh, because um, I wasn't really listening to the podcast that much either. But I, you know what? Shuttertime is very often... A show I don't want to miss. Same thing with uh, uh, uh let's talk photography. You know, Bart very often has episodes that he just has a fire in his belly and I love it. And th- that show let's talk photography, shutter time and street shots photography podcast, very often they they are in a in a, a cyclical relationship where they feed off of each other. Like you could sort of get the energy that gets uh is it's sort of a back and forth. And so i would say um that these shows are the kind of shows that i think do social media pretty good and pretty well i'm getting derailed here i'm not used to being a podcaster doing a solo (laughs) rant i guess even though i guess if you listen to cybercast normally most people would probably say that i talk probably the majority of the time like if i were to look at all the clips I probably speak most and yet I am probably the shyest of all, (coughs) of all the Cybercast co-hosts. So yeah, social media, it's, it's something that truly, truly baffles me. I often feel that social media is a game and uh, the big winners are either people, maybe, I don't know if they buy their followers, I'm not so sure, but they're uh, very often, uh, they're very often just out telling you what you should be doing rather than just doing and letting you sort of peek in and seeing what they're doing. Um so the YouTube video that uh that Antonio was discussing was Dave Morrow who quit all of social media because he said it was a waste of time and only spends perhaps time doing YouTube videos and he only does them with uh with a what do you call those uh, GoPro cameras and it it can only take twenty minutes which is something is that I find quite admirable. And and, and I've been thinking about, and I have I have a few YouTube videos in the can that I want to release, but again, shy, shy guy, clay shy guy. Um, you know, the thing is that someone like Dave Morrow can do this because he had all of those followers. And maybe he had all of those followers because the work he was doing was amazing. And because his work was so amazing, people were then, willing to go and seek him out at his own side. and so maybe the best thing to do and this is here just spitballing here the clay spitballing here um but maybe the best thing to do i guess is to put the best work out on social media get people to sort of get hooked on it <laughs> like some sort of dealer right and then hopefully they get so hooked on it that perhaps they will come and seek where you are right where else you are online is that maybe what social media is for so you use it to maybe kickstart what you want to do and then you have that uh that increase in follows you you withdraw yourself and have them come and seek you or does that only work for a select few people um or is it just that this is this is a rare phenomenon that not that many people um would have the same uh, benefit as dave morrow um you know there are a few people who, who put stuff out there and they're sometimes they're divisive and so that's why they get the follows and the engagement. Sometimes they're extremely generous and kind. Um I would say the shutter time crew is like that. Uh Bart is like that, Antonio is like that. Um yeah, I just I, I really wonder what I should be doing with my social media. Um I do know one thing. I need to do more work with my photography and so perhaps what i shall be doing is setting up the website that i have right now and then every now and then feed the social media <laughs> machine a few morsels to hopefully get people uh back to the website um, and hopefully get people to come check out the podcast. I'm, I'm actually hoping that photography will be a topic that I can discuss more on Cybercast. Um, maybe um, uh, Ty might actually do a few episodes with me because he's also into photography. Dick is as well. Um, but uh, maybe Ty and I could do a few episodes where we discuss um, photography a little bit more. And uh, we might get uh <laughs> we might get a little bit more uh uh, tooly is that a word tooly talking about the tools that we use to create the tools that we would love to use to create speaking of which it's a little bit of a red hole here i am a sony shooter There i said it i'm not one of the fuji x shooters or uh who who else is big no i know fuji everyone is shooting fuji um i guess everyone is shooting sony as well but I shot. I, I was shooting Sony when uh, <laughs> when Sony had no lenses, right? I was shooting the, the NEX line way before they were called the Alpha line, I guess. The A line, the A series. Um. And I would love to get my hands on <laughs> the new Sony A7 III. And the reason why I would love to get my hands on that is because of lust. The thing is that my original og sony a7 is actually still doing the job the only thing that i find lacking is that sometimes i would like to have image stabilization especially because i use a lot of old legacy lenses like the canon fd line of cam of lenses phenomenal just beautiful glass and you can get it for pretty cheap not as cheap as it used to be before, before all of these um, mirrorless bodies uh, came into effect. But still, pretty cheap compared to buying uh, image stabilized. Let's say, ninety millimeter macro lens is way more. Like my Sony ninety millimeter macro lens is way more money than I than I paid for. Uh, I have a hundred millimeter macro lens. I think it's a hundred millimeter from uh, an old legacy camera system, and that cost me like thirty five bucks. And, and See, the, the benefit to having a Sony a7 III would be to have the image stabilization on all lenses. As, you know, especially wide-angle lenses, which you don't have with most camera systems, right? Most camera systems don't use uh, image stabilization in wide lenses because you just don't need it. Um, so, yeah, that's why I would like to have the Sony a7 III. Um, just a little bit of gear talk. <laughs> all righty um so I would say just go give uh shorter time episode 185 a listen I think uh that was a good discussion with uh, uh, Sid Mac and uh, Dave um go listen to that episode 70 with uh Antonio um when he discusses hit the why um and discusses you know I guess sort of his process of what he will be doing with the social media and sort of narrowing it down, which is the opposite of what I do. I don't narrow it down because I I just, I don't share what I guess is moving me at the moment. The problem is that I don't very often put the stuff that is truly moving me when I look back and I'm like, wow, I could have shared that and I just don't. Um, and then go watch that Dave Morrow video where he discusses um, the reason why he quit all of social media and um, why maybe it could be beneficial for some. And uh, yeah, share, subscribe, and like this episode. <laughs> Practicing for my YouTube channel. Alrighty, ciao. Oh, before I say ciao, um, my co-hosts are usually with me. And that is Ty at TY09 on Twitter. It's Dick at Dick underscore daily on Twitter. And that's Tosh at Tosh Pollock on Twitter. And I'm Clay at CW Daily on Twitter. Ciao. Return to your regular scheduled programming.